The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. It's another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Nick Callum and Riley joining you once again, talking all things around 20 of the NRL 2023 season and game three of State of Origin. Callum, how are you? Not too bad. Thank you, Riley. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, mate. What about you, Nick? How are you today? I am good, mate. Feeling well. How about you? Can you believe we are already at round 20 of footy this year? No, it just felt like the other day we were talking about round one. So, yeah. It's going very quickly. Um, Fantasy is heating up. Of course, if you're a coach, you know that, um, well, it's time to get serious about your team if you want to make the finals in your league. I know I've got to get my head down and... um, make some big boy trades and hopefully I can be in the top eight with you boys, but um, we'll soon see. Uh, before we get into round 20, of course, we had a bye week last week in round 19, so we didn't really play league, but obviously overall was still uh, happening. So Nick, how did you go? Did you have any key performers in your team? Um, Well, off the top of my head, Nico Hines scored well as my captain. Let me just bring this up for you. He scored 164 with the captaincy on him. Sean Johnson got 67, which was quite nice. Um, I kept Lemuelu. Um, I know a few people might have sold him last week or the week before. Um, He got 45, which is okay. So I'm happy with that. Also had Tarpany with 69 and DeBallon with 63. Um. Tarpany's an interesting one for my team. Um, I was actually planning on selling him out uh, this week since he's not playing. I This has probably been a plan in place for about six or seven weeks now, but his last <laughs> few weeks he's gone really well. So he has a low break even, so I don't know what to do. But yeah, it's my team. Very good. Cal, what about you, mate? Um, who, do, who do I have? John Bateman, 69. That's pretty good. Um, Nico Hines, captain, obviously. Um, I also, after saying last week, I'm selling Lemuelu, decided to hold on to Lemuelu. Um, I traded um, Buller instead, uh, which was the probably it was probably the be- the better decision out of the two. Um, and I bought in Tyrone Munro from the Rabbitohs, who scored me a fifty, which was quite nice. Um, other than that, DeBellin, Tahu Harris did all right. Preston was a little bit quiet. That's fine. Um, and I actually used my last trade last week, but there's another eight now. So happy days. I can trade for the next two weeks and then run out of trades the rest of the season. Beautiful. Um, I bought in Timiko from the Raiders, ended up getting 87. That was quite nice, really unexpected. Um, and then Nico Hines was my captain. Uh, and yeah, Bateman as well from the Tigers ended up getting 69. So, I mean, I'm not really playing for overall, but it's just good to see that the players who were playing in my team actually did all right. Um, as we go into round 20, of course, if you're in a league, it is back to head-to-head, um, which means that you'll obviously be having a closer look. And Callum mentioned it before, uh, we ended up getting an extra eight trades. So that's added on to how many trades you had left over. Cal, I'm pretty sure you had zero, but now you've got eight. Used my last one uh, last week because I knew there was an extra eight coming my way. Um 
and I'll probably I'll probably be using two or three this week. Very good. Nick, what's your trade tally up to? I'm back up to 13. Oh. So I had five left. Um, yeah, so I'm up to 13. I held I held my last trade last week because I didn't care about overall. Now I've got nine. So it's getting to the pointy edge of fantasy, of course. We're going to um dig a little deeper into uh, the clashes for round 20. But of course, we love to thank our sponsors of the potty before we get into the action. Uh, thank you to Harson Photography and Wolf Consulting and Risk for uh, making this potty possible. Couldn't do it without you. All right. Round 20 of football. We've got the Knights taking on the Tigers to kick off round 20. What a game of footy we've got in store. Uh, Cal, team change is coming in for the Knights. Dang, Gagai returns from a foot injury in the only change to the side that beat the Bulldogs in round 18. And Ari Chihuahua is the man to make way. Both blue representative players, Bradman Best and Jacob Saifidi, will have 48 hours to recover from Origin 3 and are both currently named. Heimel Hunt is also listed amongst the reserves as he um, gets closer to a return date from a knee injury. Let's talk about the uh, staff for the Knights. First up, Nicholas, we've got one, Kalen Ponga. Will he be scoring large this week? Uh, he quite possibly could. So looking forward to this, uh, what's it, Friday night game. Absolute thriller. Do you think vice-captaincy could be an option, no. especially up against the Tigers? No. No? Fair enough. And 637K now, is that maybe a little bit too much to get a Kalen Ponger in? Probably not. Uh, he's looking like a keeper in the wing fullback position. So at that price, pretty decent, I think, to get on him. Uh, Cal, let's talk about Adam Elliott. What's the situation going on here? Um, just thought I'd pop him in, mate, as a potential cash down, maybe 18th, 19th man for people that are looking to have a strong squad for the run home to cover um, their middle position. Uh, Adam Elliott obviously was pretty good last year. Um, he's dropped a little bit this year with injuries, and that's um, impacted his minutes pretty much, which has obviously um, affected his point scoring ability. But I think Adam Elliott could be someone that you could potentially look at for the run home um, as cover. I know I'm looking at him um, to potentially be a 19th man or maybe 18th for my team if other people, um, if, I, if I can't get to other people. Um, so I don't mind him if you just want someone that's going to score, you know, high 30s to 50s, then he could be someone to bring in over the next few weeks. Nick, Greg Marzu, is he a good option to have as a wing fullback going into the final home stretch? Uh, it's not a bad option, mate. This is your man. Maybe you should talk about him. Uh, <laughs> no, but he's he's okay. Asking, mate. He's okay. I think he I think he can do a good job if you already have him. Um yeah. So I probably wouldn't be looking at moving him out to be to be perfectly honest. Uh, and Nick, Lockie Fitzgibbon. Yes. Well, that 92 he scored a couple of weeks ago lost me draft against Butsy. So that was great. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to the Butane. Um, <laughs> I don't know where he's plucked this from, but yeah, no, nah, I don't think, I don't think a lot of people are looking for edges anyway. Um, 
and you should be looking for gun edges, um, which Lachlan Fitzgibbon is not, and looking maybe for a backup edge, and he's too expensive at 542 for a backup like bench edge or something that mightn't be playing. Oh, I guess he could be, um, but I think he's a little bit too much to bother trying to trade in. All right, that's the Knights' key players. Let's talk about the Tigers, Callum. Um, team changes for this game. Yeah, some big news. Um, huge in for the Tigers and our fantasy teams with hooker Appy Corusau back on deck uh, from the broken jaw that he suffered against the Titans in round 15. Corusau return um, sees Jake Simkin move to the bench. Alex Trial returns from suspension on the bench as well. So Atasi James and Taylor De Silva drop out. Brent Naden is listed amongst the reserves after missing last week with a shoulder concern. Um, and Dane Laurie is 18th man after missing last week with a quad problem. So, Appy Coruscant back in, Callum. What do we need to do? What do we need to know? Um, well, it's pretty much bad news for um, Simkin. I was hoping, well, all reports as well coming into Team List Tuesday was Coruscant's at least two, three weeks away. But he's been named, which is just fantastic. Um, Simkin, his break-even's at 10. Um, so, look, you could hold him for this week if you wanted to. Um, that's if you don't have to play him. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of um, key uh, players out this week with the three teams that have the bye. Um, but, yeah, look, Simkin, it's tough. What do you think, Nick? Like, I, I think you can hold because they might share the minutes. But then he hasn't been a great scorer in the past when he's just been coming off the bench, spelling Coruscant. Um, well, I also have him. I'm probably going to hold, even though I don't like it because I I will have to score him and I could end up with a 10 or a 15 pointer. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I just, you got to look at the options that you're going to trade him to. There's not a lot of cheaper options floating around. I guess we'll talk about this for the rest of the podcast, but um, there is a cheap option that I might want to get, but they're on a buy. So no point me trading Simpkin in, uh, out this week. So for me, I probably would try and hold. Happy Coruscant might not even play. He might be a late withdrawal. Yeah, well, it, it, it's good because they're the first game this week. So we can obviously make our minds up um, Friday afternoon of what trades we're wanting to do, but... Yeah, it's, it's it's very tough. I suppose it depends on um, if you had plans to sell him out next week, then you may as well move him on this week. But he, he's it's going to put a halt to his price rises anyway, which has completely stuffed some of my plans, but that's all right. Don't forget, you can reach out to us on our social media platforms. So Facebook, Three Blokes and Real Fantasy Podcast, and on Instagram, Three Blokes and Real Fantasy. Uh, let's talk about IPAPs, Callum. Yeah, he's been scoring terribly uh, of recent times, 44 30 since you've brought him into your team, Riles. Mm. Um, so sorry about that one. Um, I still think he's going to be a person to keep for the rest of the season. He's at 696K. Um, it is a little bit concerning that his break even's that high. Um, it's not, though, for someone who isn't an owner like myself because um, I might be able to get him at a decent price. Um, but look... Last week's game against who did they versed? They versed the Sharks, didn't they? It was a it was a different um, game. Um, you look at Nicola, for instance. He wasn't scoring that well until um, I believe he had a try assist, or he was involved in a couple of um, attacking plays. And I perhaps didn't get it. So they were about the same um, 
score, but then Nicker ended up with a 50 and I perhaps didn't because he didn't have that attacking um, upside to his game. So Luke Brooks being out isn't great, but the inclusion of Coruscant back in might help his scoring slightly. Um, so if you're a holder, you're definitely keeping him, um, but you're probably not buying him just at the moment. You're just waiting to see if he can get back to the, the 50-point scores that he um, can do. A uh, player who scored quite decently last week was John Bateman, Nick, 69. Uh, good performance from him. Do you see him doing something similar this week against the Knights? Um, I think he can, yeah. So he's back to second row. I obviously didn't catch many of the games last week. Um, did he go into the lock position last week, Callum, at all? No, Sean Bloor played lock. For the whole game? Like, no, oh, sorry, so, ba- so ba- Bateman didn't go there. Lane. Yeah, Bateman stayed on the right edge because IPAPS is on the left, which also um, impacted his scores. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Bateman's one of the better edge, best, ep- well, not best edge option, but he's probably up there. You've got Fafida, clearly number one, and then probably Bateman and Hopgood are people you want in your edge. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think what's he at seven fifty three? He's not going to get much cheaper than that, probably. And he probably will get the jewel, although we're not sure next week. He only started at lock twice, but he has been playing at lock during the games. Give the man the jewel. <laughs> if he gets the jewel, I'll probably buy him next week. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, maybe this week. Maybe I will. Uh, let's finish off with Jareem Buller. Do you, Nick, do you think that he could be potentially a sell? Do you reckon he's made some good money or do you think he could just be a hold for the remainder of the season? I'm not sure what I commented on in the podcast last week, but I sold him last week and so did Callum eventually. Um, although he's, yeah, he was going to sell the Lemuelu, but then he changed to Buller. So don't know if he copied me or what's going on. But righto. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure you call me <laughs> about trades. I didn't call you. Well, we could go check the podcast last week and see what That's I said about Buller. Maybe I didn't say anything last week. Maybe you got the question. But uh, yeah, I strongly think Buller was a sell last week. That's why I sold him. I, I mean, people would have kept him for overall, so yeah, fair enough. So but this week he's a sell then. Who would you bring in? Well, you're looking for a wing fullback, are you? I assume. I'm I'm just talking overall if um like coaches are listening and they're going, oh, maybe yeah. I could bring in someone who might score decently this week and for the rest of the season. Well, not a lot of options. <laughs> uh, um, okay, if if we're looking at, at guys, I, I think Dylan Edwards at 614 is okay. Um, not too far away from where Buller is. Um, Halen Ponga? Callum Ponga, if you don't have him, yeah, that's a good option. But you see, you got to have you got to have coin in the bank here for this to happen. I don't mind now, Callum. See if you agree or disagree with me. AJ Brimson. Mm. I preferred Chance Nickel Clookstart five sixty than AJ. But then it like, but he has a buy. That's true. That's just true. AJ has no buys unless he doesn't back up. Yeah, well, AJ has been scoring okay in some games, um, and their run home from memory isn't too bad. Oh, no, it's not great. 
Um, <laughs> they've got the Roosters, Cowboys, Warriors, Sharks, Panthers, Storm, Bulldogs, if you play the last round. Um, I mean, it's, it's not that bad, though. It's not, not that bad. No. Um, I suppose the other only other options, like if you were to cash down, you've got like the likes of Suwali E, um, Sebastian Chris, and all those blokes. But yeah, but he's on a buy this week. Um, probably there's probably two to go for if you if you have the money to spend it would be Ponger and Edwards, but if not, then yeah. Nickel Cookstar and Brimson. I, I, I think they're all right options. Yeah, but he's, he's a definite sell. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're talking first game Friday night. Knights Tigers. Nick two points. Who's it going to? I will go the Knights, mate. After that flogging of the Bulldogs two weeks ago, I'm going to go Knights. Callum Knight. Beautiful. Let's move on to Saturday footy. We've got the Bulldogs taking on the Broncos. Uh, team changes coming in for the Dogs, Callum. Joshy Carr, Josh Addo Carr is named to back up from Origin 3, um, but not at the expense of rookie winger um, Blake Wilson, who has kept his spot after he scored three tries last week. Sensational effort from him. Um, it sees Jacob Carraz shift to centre, um, and that bumps Ethan Quayward out of the 17. So if you're looking at purchasing him, probably avoid now. Um, after suffering a neck injury as well last week, Ryan Sutton is out. That means Raymond Fatala Mariner is the man to take his place at prop and Corey Waddell is the new lock. Thoughts on Josh Reynolds retiring? Yeah, he had a good career. Won a premiership, didn't he? Actually, I don't think he did. <laughs> Yeah, Bulldogs didn't win. (laughs) No, they got close. He won an Origin Series, though, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was part of that. Him and Trent Hodkinson. (laughs) Let's come back out to Hodkinson. (laughs) Uh, Jacob Preston, let's start off with you, Nick. What do we do with Jacob? Well, let me look up his statistics for you. Beautiful. That's what I do. I've been saying the last few weeks that you might as well just keep him. Um 44 last week. That's one of his poorest scores since round nine. His lowest score since round nine there. Um, not to be alarmed, I don't think he's still making, he still made 39 tackles. So he's got one of the better bases in the edge position. Um, so I don't really see a reason to sell him out um, unless you maybe want to be getting the top dog and David Fafita. He has, I'm pretty sure, shifted from the left to the right because I think he was on the left, and that's Matt Burton's side. Um, and I think they've done that because Kickout is supposed to be back very soon. Right. Um, so he's on Sexton's side, and that side doesn't normally get too much of the ball. Um, but I still agree with Nick. I think he's a, a hold currently. We um, Speaking of Sexton, we said last uh, potty that we'll keep a close eye on him and see how he performs. Um, in last week to see if he's a option or not. He, he had a very good game, not talking... Well, he did perform well in fantasy, but just watching him, he, he just... It, good to see him playing footy again. Speaking of which, Cal, do you think that Toby could be a decent option in our interchange section? Um, Look, you could purchase him to play, but then again... I don't I don't really like him. Like you want to be getting the top guys if you can. Um top guys are Nicker Hines, Nathan Cleary, um Sean Johnson and also Mitch Moses, I'd say. And I'd 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 even if you if you had to go a Munster or a Cherry Evans in front of Sexton. 
Um, he's probably well down. He might not even be in the top 10 um, halves to go after. But if he's in your price range, it's not the worst option. It's not the greatest. Mm. Try and get someone better. Blake Wilson, Nick. Hello. Yes. Um, Blake Wilson, very cheap. So he's got that. So Karaz is going to center. Well, I'm just trying to picture here what the Bulldogs are doing because, you know, have they still got Ockenball playing the forwards? I'm pretty sure he's on the edge still. <laughs> this team is so weird. No, uh, he's uh, he's on the, the bench, is he? It's a New South Wales team. I don't know what's going on with the Bulldogs. They're just playing in random positions. Avarillo has played 10 different positions in the past three years for them. Yeah. Okay. So we got 11. So Wilson, last time he played wing was in round 14, apart from last week. So round 14, he played in the wing and he got 11. Mm. And then in round 11 against Warriors, he got 43 without a try, which is actually pretty good. 11 tackle breaks in that game against the Warriors. Yeah, look, it's a bit of a risky option. We don't really know how good his job security will be. But if Karaz has moved to the centers, you would suggest that they want to give this Wilson a bit of a, a bit of a crack now. Potentially, yeah. Um, yeah. And let's look at the draw. Broncos Penrith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Dolphins. Oh, then I got a buy. I didn't know the Bulldogs still had a buy left to go. They do. Right. Then into Newcastle, Canberra, Manly, Gold Coast, which is not too bad to finish. Yeah, look, I probably I probably would uh, probably say no, but, I mean, if you're really looking for someone to cash down to who can potentially score for you, um, it's it's probably okay, really. Wing fullback is a bit dry this season. Yeah. All right. All right so, overall, yes, maybe if you need a cash down. Before we move on as well, Jake Averillo's not – the worst option playing at fullback 360k center winger fullback jewel if you even were needed to cash down have him playing in emergencies they they look a lot better the bulldogs with Avrilo on the team as well playing fullback so what did he mind. score last week Callum 38 that did not include a try I don't think no no try no try assists just all pretty much base but see, the, the thing that worries me about, not Avrilo, sorry, Wilson as well, Paul Almotti is in the reserves. Yeah. Like they've They got could just easily Almotti, chuck him They've got Perham. They've got Quayward, who did quite well last week. There's, they've got a lot of options in the backs. So it is risky to get these blokes in. There's probably safer options, but yeah. Let's move on to Brisbane Broncos. Uh, what's the situation, Callum? I heard last night on a news channel that Pat Carrigan wasn't going to be playing. However, he is listed amongst the reserves um, and it looks like they're going to give him Thursday and Friday to recover from Origin 3. Uh, the loss of Payne Haas, though, is the big talking point here. He's still out with that ankle injury. That sees Corey Jensen moved into the starting side and Jesse Arthurs added to the bench. Back rower Kurt Capewell returns after missing two games with a quad injury. Let's talk about Payne Haas. Callum, is he a trade? Well, I would like to argue that he is a trade, um, not for head-to-head, but for overall. For overall purposes, I think he you just have to move him on. 
Um, there's better, well, there's other options. You can't just have a bloke sitting there for the next two weeks while he's out injured. Um, I actually, I think he's back next week, but then they have a bye, so he's going to be missing two weeks. Um, and who's to say he's going to score the same coming back from his ankle injury? He had problems last year, came back from injuries, played with the injuries, and just managed them. And he scored um, a lot worse compared to what he was when he was fit. Um, so for Overall, I'd say he's a sell for head-to-head, depending on how strong your team is. Try to hold. If you can't, though, that's fine. You can probably sell him. Uh, And you mentioned it before, Callum. Paddy Carrigan could potentially miss this week. Nick, if that's the case, would you look to trade him or is he potentially a hold and you'd have to put him in your emergencies this week? Yes, well... Middles is probably a struggle this week. So, as Callum said, look, I don't think he will play, personally. I just got a feeling, like, we've already got Haas out. We've still got Walsh out. Like, I know it's against the Bulldogs and Broncos are probably expected to win, but I don't, I'm not that confident that Broncos can get the job done, if I'm perfectly honest, and I'm a Broncos supporter, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried too. I'm not, look, I'm not a yeah. Looking at that, looking at that starting pack, you got Jensen, Kobe Hetherington, and who else? Keenan Palacia behind Billy Walters and Brendan Piercure and Kurt Capewell. I mean, like Jesus Christ, I almost take the Bulldogs pack over that. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not really too excited. So, what's the point of carrying playing this game? Really, maybe just give him a rest so he can charge back in the end of the season. Um, in saying that, I wouldn't mind you trying to hold him if you can. I think Patrick, Patrick Carrigan's going to score quite well for the run home. Um, he does have that buy though. Um, so if you want to move to a guy that doesn't have a buy, there's there's plenty of options in the middles there that do not have a buy, like Isaiah Yo and um, Mo Fodawaka. I know he's probably not a, the best scorer, but at least they won't miss a game for you. Uh, let's finish off with Herbie Farmworth, Callum. Yeah, this bloke's actually been doing quite well. Um, we haven't really mentioned him too often on this potty. Um, but he is 690k. That is quite expensive for a center. And his break even is still relatively low at 40 when the bloke's been averaging 55 for the past three games. Um, and the last, last, last score he got was 61. That was against the Dolphins. Um, so look, I, I, I think Herbie is definitely someone you can hold on to. Um, he's a pod. I wouldn't be buying him. I just I know he's been good, but I just think there's other people out there who are better scorers and maybe a little bit more consistent. But Herbie's been there. He's been playing well, and he's in a, a top team um, who are doing um, quite good as well in the competition. So you could do a lot worse than Herbie Farmworth in your team. I'm going Bronx in this game, boys. Nick, who you got? I will go the Broncos, obviously, mate. Good good stuff, Callum. I reckon this game will result in either team winning 1-12. to 12, Put it back. Um, but I'm going to go Bronco to win. Putting a multi on, Cal? Hmm. Maybe responsibly. I don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see, mate. We might be allowed to. Uh, second game, Saturday night footy. We've got Manly taking on the Cowboys. Let's talk about Manly first up, Callum. 
Uh, the Seagulls, David Cherry Evans and Jake Travoybic will be monitored after Origin 3, but they've both been named currently. Jake Arthur is in the extended squad and ready to step in um, should Cherry Evans um, be uh, rested. Um, LOA could come into the starting pack as well. Uh, new face on the bench with Dean Madison to make his NRL debut. I believe the bloke's mid-20s, so late debut for him. Correct me if I'm wrong here. DCE seems really cheap for a quality fantasy player. Is that right, Cal? Yeah, um, he's quite cheap. Um, 74 was his last score, but I believe that was with two tries or one try. Um, yeah, he's very cheap compared to years gone by when he's been the top three halves, top two halves. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't mind if you're wanting um, to pick him up as an option. It's just I, he hasn't really been scoring too good with um, Josh Schuster as his half's partner, but I st- I still don't mind picking up Cherry Evans for the run home. Um, Seagulls are wanting to try and make the top eight, and he'll be trying to do everything for that team with Tommy Turbo out. So if you're wanting to bring him in at a discounted price, I st- he's definitely in the top four halves, top five halves. So, yeah, go go for it. Uh, Ruben Garrick, Nicholas. Yeah, well, he's playing fullback now um but he's 680k so that that is getting towards the top echelon of wing fullbacks there i'm just looking at his stats for fullback in the past if you give me a second um he scored that 104 but that was at that was was a center yeah so i hope he gets a duel next week do you reckon he'll get a duel probably not amazing his career average at fullback is 50 on the dot, pretty much. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, that doesn't take into consideration, obviously, some of those some of those years where tackle breaks were an extra point. Mm. Um, but obviously, offloads offset it a little bit. I would suggest that it's probably too much to purchase Ruben Garrick at 680K um, for a guy who... Can score. He scored a few 25s in his time at fullback. You know, he's got the range of 25 to about 80, 86 there. So, you know, 680K, you could probably do a little bit better maybe with your money. Uh, What about Cooler Cal? He's been sitting in my team pretty much since round one. What do I do? Has he? Pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, look... Yeah, I, I've only put him there as a potential cash down because he's got the center winger fullback duel, um, but he has been scoring terribly. Oh, yeah. 14, 19 um, of recent times. So, yeah, it's it's not the best option. Um, but if, if you were looking to bring in someone who is slightly cheaper than the other options of like a Suwali'i, Avarillo, Seb Chris... You could go him. I think Seb Chris is actually slightly cheaper still, maybe, or they're about the same price. You could go him, um, but I think there are better options, as as I've mentioned. All right. Uh, Queen, uh, North Queensland, Callum, the Cowboys. Yes, the coach and the sheriff, Todd Payton, has named the same 17 that piled on 74 points against West Tigers before the bye. Very good. Love Steady that. Drink water. Um, last three scores... 77, 101, and a buy, so no score there. Is he potentially one of the top wing fullback positions in fantasy now, Callum? 
Hundred percent. Um, I am slightly concerned for his owners though because the Cowboys have a few tougher matchups coming up, and they've also got a buy. Um, in saying that though, you're going to be holding Scotty drink. Um, he's been drinking water for a long time now. Um, and it's just showing this season he's been killing it. He's actually in the New South Wales Origin squad. So that's how good he's been going. Um, break him is at 19. He is very, very expensive, though. We've said it before. 779K now. So that's well out of my price range. Um, if you have the money, though, you could look to bring him in. Um, just keep in mind that, as I said, they do have that buy coming up, which you're going to have to have cover for. But I think he's probably going to be maybe the best averaging when we fall back for the run home, maybe. If not, if he if he does bad, you can always sell him down to whoever because he is the top price winger fullback at the moment. Uh, Valentine Holmes, Nicholas. Uh, yes. Um, he's going quite well recently. Um, he's a really he's a really good center option. He's probably up there in the in the top guys in the center. Um, but spending six seven four on him. Maybe a little bit too much, I think. Um, center is usually the spot where um, you probably want to be focusing on last, really. Um, but in saying that, if you do have the luxury of a few trades, you might want to consider going to him. But uh, Calm also mentioned, yeah, he has a buy and a few harder matchups, so he mightn't be getting those really high scores that we've seen from him. If you just look at the guys we're talking about as well, it's quite funny. So we're talking about Drinkwater, Holmes, and then Ruben Cotter. And you look at their last two scores, it can indicate to what the games were like, weren't they? So high-scoring games, meaning Ruben Cotter scoring very, very poorly and those two boys drink water and home scoring really well. Um, that might flip around to end the season for the Cowboys. What do we do with uh, Ruben Cotter, Cal? If you're an owner, you'd probably look at selling. Um, if you're a non-owner, you could look at buying. I don't mind him as a 18th um, man for the run home. He's going to be a discounted price. Probably we're getting more minutes because the Cowboys need to make the top eight. I know they're only two points out of it and they still have the buy, so there's two points coming in. Um, but I don't mind him as an 18th man option if, yeah, if, if you want to bring him in. You wouldn't want to rely on him um, scoring, but I think his minutes will increase and that will obviously result in more points for him. Um, I'd love to have my boy in my team for the run home, but I probably won't be able to because he's going to be too um, expensive still. But his break even is at 73. So if he scores another 15 like he did against the Tigers, wow, his break even could be anything next week. It could be up to 90 and he could almost get below the 500K, which if you told me that beginning of the season, because I think the first game he scored a 60 or something, if you told me that, then I would have laughed directly in your face. Uh, we're playing at Manly. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, though, Cal. Yeah, Cowboy. Nicholas. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Manly. Good to have a bit of diversity in the uh in the potty. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Uh, third game, Saturday night footy. We've got the Roosters taking on Melbourne Storm. Let's start off with uh the Roosters, Callum. Yeah, the Roosters welcome back a few troops in round 20, um, and that's headlined by um, Brandon Smith, actually, who returned from a layoff with a thumb injury in reserve grade last week. Smith is currently named on the bench with Jake Turpin named to start. Both Turpin and Egan Butcher are set to play after suffering head knocks in their previous game. 
Um, Azar, Billy Smith, and Joseph Suali'i, who clashed in a friendly fire incident at training ahead of round 18 and was stood down prior to the matchup. Um, James, Teddy Tedesco, and our boy, best forward, Lindsay Collins, are set to back up from Origin 3 if they get through unscathed uh, with the three-day turnaround. So touch wood there. James Tedesco priced at 650K. Uh, still that break even of 53. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Do you think he's still fantasy relevant at the moment? Look, he's a little bit fantasy relevant, but my, my personal opinion is if you don't have James Tedesco, I would not be seeking James Tedesco. Really? Um, Worth to reverse one of my trades. <laughs> I don't think you should be buying him. And I'll tell you why. He's Please. proven this season how how like volatile his scoring can be. I, I think he's lost a little bit of his his speed, his tackle breakability, and the Roosters haven't been playing that good. Um they seem to be having a lot of tough matchups, personally. Like if I if I didn't know anything like about the matchups before the season and stuff, like I'd I'd tell you now that for me, Roosters feel like they've had one of the toughest draws. So yeah. Um, them and the Broncos. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't. I don't feel yeah, like the Broncos have had a tough draw yet. They've had an easy draw. They've only left Queensland. Handful. Yeah, like to me, Roosters seem like they always play up against a tough team every week, and that probably affects Tedesco. However, even in some easier games, he's, he's struggled. So for me, at six fifty k, I don't think I would be bothered getting Tedesco. This is my narrative for him. <laughs> so. I've looked at Teddy as an option to bring in my for for Reese Walsh. Actually, I'll just say it into my team this week. I know Reese Walsh is back um, soon, but I feel like the Roosters are still a chance to make the eight. Who are they going to rely upon to try and get them in there? James Tedesco has to be. He has to do everything for that team. So I think he'll be doing a lot more than what he has been earlier in the season, and they'll be wanting to utilize him as much as possible. I know they probably have been in the past trying to utilize him, but their spine's coming together a little bit better now. Um, they've got some troops coming back in. I think Teddy could fire, um, but I there's definitely the concern that Nick mentioned. His scoring has not been consistent whatsoever. So it's a little bit of a risk and a gamble, but it might be one I have to take. I don't know. Who would you go over him or Garrick? Him or Garrick? Mm. Um, Priced? I'll give you an answer after the next player. Thank you. Joey Manu, that's who we're talking about next, Nick. Right, Callum can take that one. I'll take that one since he's figured it out. <laughs> um, Manu's been scoring quite well. I think he's passed three. He scored, a, like what was it, 99 or 100, whatever it was, 59 and 57 uh, before their buy last week. Um, he is the clear... Uh, best center option in the game currently. Doesn't matter if he scores a 30 here and there because pretty much every man and his dog owns him. Um, so you're just going to have to hold on to him. If you don't have him, he is expensive. He'll be probably 700K next week. Um, but that's fine. I, th I think you can still try and chase him. If not, look, there's other centers that can still perform. We saw it last week in two players of Zach Lomax and also Matt Timiko. You also saw the likes of Talakai and Ramey in Scorewell, and they're all the blokes we spoke about last week. So they, they could be options instead of Manu. But if you're an owner, you're just holding him for the remainder of the season. Beauty. Uh, 
Nick, do you have your answer? Uh, my answer for Callum's question would be I would take Tedesco over Garrick. Okay. Because of the price difference and the draw. I looked at the draw. Yeah. Manly have a horrid end to the season, really. So. Oh, yuck. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Joey Suali'i. Callum. Um, he is a good cash down option, I believe. Um, one that I'm heavily looking at to be a 19th man, potentially 20th man for the run home. Um, I would like if he was a little bit cheaper, but that's okay. Uh, 378's not too bad. Um, he's got the jewel as well. That's, that's the main thing. And he's back on the wing. That's where he has scored, um, well previously on that wing. So I'm hoping the Roosters fire and he scores a few tries here. And if I do need to call upon him to score in my team, which I, if I bring him in this week, then I might have to, um, then he does a job for me. But if he doesn't, that's okay. Because I think a few other people might look to bring him into their teams as a backup option. And let's talk about Nat Butcher. Um, he's had a rough season. Uh, his last three scores, he didn't play. He got 72. And then, of course, the Roosters had a bye last week. Is he ready to bounce back, Nick? Mate, I think he is ready to bounce back. Um, he's actually he's actually done quite well this season, better than I would have expected. 100%. Yeah. Um, he's When he's been named to start, he's pretty much played the whole game except except once. So... Yeah, um, I think he's a he's a really really good option. If you can't if you can't get someone right up right up there in price, if if you see in the price range here at seven hundred thirty two k, um, I think it's a really good option. Just looking at their bench, Egan Butcher and yeah, I mean Egan Butcher. Interesting. I don't really know where they're going to play Victor Radley at edge there. That seems like a bit odd. I feel like Radley will go to lock and Brown will go to bench and Egan Butcher to edge. Um. So, yeah, I think Nat will play most of the game. So, yeah, I think it's a good option, really, if you can, if you can, if he's in your range of play area, like price ride up. He's got, got the jewel as well of middle and edge. So, yeah, exactly. Gold at the moment. All right, uh, Roosters taking on the Storm, Callum. Uh, any changes coming in for Melbourne? Um, after serving his mandatory stand down through the bye week, Will Warbrick has been named to return after picking up a head knock in round 18. Uh, the Maroon stars of Harry Grant, Xavier Coates and Cameron Munster have all been named to back up um, after Origin 3. Marion Seve has been named among the reserves as he nears a return from a jaw injury. Run through these players. Um, Harry Grant, still best hooker in fantasy. So hold, obviously, if you don't. Oh, sorry. Hold if you have him. And if you don't have him, Callum? Get him as soon as you can. Beautiful. What about Cameron Munster? Brought him in my team. As I mentioned last week, 53 is not bad. I think he's a good player for the run home if you wanted a, a bloke who's at a little bit of a discount. Um, him and Cherry Evans are at the same price. So it's pretty much who you like better out of those two. I went with Munster um, out of those two, but look, Jerry Evans outscored him last week. So what do I know? Not much, obviously. Thank you. (laughs) What do we do about uh, Big Nelson? Well, I'm looking up the Big Nelson. How much is he? How much is he? Five, nine, six. I hope he gets, is he, is he on the edge? If he, if, if he is, he might get a jewel next week. 
Uh, he is. Oh, my goodness. And I'm looking here. So last he played second row and second row. So that's this is the third week in a row he's been named at second row. Oh, that give me the man the duel. Oh, my God. I might have to look at him now. Yeah. I might have to have a little look here, a little look-see. He could be. Um, do we think he's going to stay at second row, though, for the run home? Probably Tell not. Over here. What's their team looking like? Is it Ellie Katoa? What's any updates regarding him? Ellie Katoa. No one else is going to push back for that spot, are they? Tarek Sims is playing as a lock slash front row these days. Yeah. That was Eisenhuth. Um, no one's going to contend for the spot. They're not going to put Wish out in there, so... So it only really depends on Eli Katoa, um, if we know about him. So while Callum tries to find something, maybe I will continue. If Nelson is on the edge, gets the middle edge, um, he is probably a very, very good purchase. And even if he does, for some whatever reason, go back to the prop role, he can score quite well in the prop role anyway. So... Um, Katoa's out with an eye injury, and it says indefinite. Indefinite. So, yeah. How long's a piece of string? Well, usually indefinite means out for a little while. Yeah. Testavanga's been indefinite for the past 12 weeks. So he's only played... Yeah, I know. That's so funny. I would have bought two of Harris straight away if I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's only... That's the only two games he's been named at second row. But yeah. I, in the past, he's played he's played second row before, but hasn't been named there. Mm. Um, and I, obviously, I, I can't really source those games for the top of my head. So, but he usually scores quite well in those games. He has, yeah. Um, so I recommend maybe a sneaky purchase. I don't know who for though. Might have to look into it. Uh, he's a good purchase. I wait and see if he gets the jewel first. Oh, he will get the jewel, mate. I guarantee. You. I'll do it. I'll do a Nicky V yeah. guarantee. Mickey V guarantee. That rhymes. Righto, Crico. We've got the Roosters taking oh, on yeah. Melbourne in Sydney. Uh, I'm going to go Melbourne Storm, Nick. Sure, I'll agree with you. Good on you. Cal. Storms. Storms ease. All right. Uh, we move on to Sunday footy. We've got the Waz taking on the Sharks in New Zealand. Let's talk about the Warriors, Callum. All eyes will again be on Sean Johnson with his second child expected to be born this week. Um, so the number seven is no certainty to play at the moment. Dylan Walker has been named to play despite suffering an arm injury that he suffered against the Rabbitohs the last week. Josh Curran returns after serving a two-game suspension. So Mitch Bonnet shifts to the front row position and Big Bunty Afoa is out. So what do we do with Sean Johnson uh, this week, Nicholas? I'll just hold on to him, mate. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm planning on using Sean Johnson as my backup half. Unlike Callum, he's had to go for the Munster Cherry Evans. I'm looking for the Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary special with uh, Johnson on the bench. I'll have Nathan Cleary too. I'll have Nathan, Nico, Moses, Munster. Oh, yeah. Will you now? I will. That seems like a, too many halves to me. No, not this year. Sure. I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. Uh, Tohu Harris, Callum. Just quietly, I am slightly concerned as a uh, non-owner of Sean Johnson, I'll put it out there. Um, especially <laughs> after the buy with the run of Titans, Tigers, Seagulls, Dragons. To oh, give me that. Dolphins, are you kidding me? Anyway. 
Who, who? What was the question? Tohu Harris. Tohu Harris. Yeah, look, he got 60 last week and roughly about the same minutes after oh, the bloke went down on his knees. And whenever that happens, you go, oh, no, he's going to be out injured for an eternity. Um, but he came back on the last two minutes or three minutes, wherever it was. Um, he's fine. Hold. Do whatever you want. Beautiful. Uh, Chance Nickel Clock starred Nicholas. I like the pronunciation you use there. That really got me interested in this response. Um, look, oh, I know Calm said yeah. earlier he <laughs> didn't mind a Chance Nickel Clock star, duh, uh, option there. If you don't have him, I would go AJ Brimson. Uh, yeah, I think I'd go AJ Brimson over Chance just for the price difference. However, if you're an owner, you might considering holding, uh, depending, um, sorry, due to that draw that Callum just uh, alluded to there, um, mm. if you can get up to that buy, if you get through that buy week that they have with uh, enough players in your wing fullback position, you could consider holding him. Beauty. Let's move on to Cronulla um, and, of course, Nico Hines. Uh, potentially the captain choice of the week again, Callum. Uh, let's talk about team changes, though. Craig Fitzgibbon has stuck with the same 17 that beat the Tigers last week. Brandon Hamuele has been named um, in their reserves. It could be a chance of returning. Finucane's out still, so that means McInnes is the lock. And is it fair to say Nico Hines, captain this week, Callum? Capsy on the bloke. Move forward. Blinkers on. Watch him. Enjoy. He's jumped up in price as well. Yep. He's over the mill. Welcome back. Welcome. And advice for coaches who still don't have Nico Hines in their team. Trouble. My advice is delete app. <laughs> <laughs> delete app, retry uh, next year. Use your four trades this week and get him in. <laughs> Actually, yeah, do that. <laughs> May as well. If you don't have him, you're already in a, a no hope pretty much for the season, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh Let's talk about B. Nicora Nicholas. Yeah, look, I haven't really been strong on him all season. Like I said, he's a decent option, but I've always been looking for different guys. Um, but in saying that, he, he is a bit more consistent than he has been in the past this year, to be honest. Um, but there was a few guys we mentioned earlier. Um, obviously, Fafida and John Bateman, I think, are top two guys there. You've got Hopgood. You've got... Nat Butcher, who we talked about, you've potentially got Nelson as a discounted option there. I don't know how many edges you want, but I feel like Nikara is stretching it um, if you want to go for him. But each to their own. Well, what about Talakai? Um, pretty never, cheap what he's been scoring recently, Nick. Never buying him again, ever. <laughs> he's in that basket after he burnt me last year. What a cat. <laughs> This bloke suffers um, a severe case of cat-itis. Oh, is there it. a cure? Hey? <laughs> is there a cure? Um, Has no. he been cured? Has he been cured? Well, you're the bloke that's suffering from the cat-itis. Oh, me? I was saying <laughs> cat. <laughs> I know. You, you both are. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. oh, righto. Righto, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, get Nathan Cleary in your team with you only got eight trades left. Have fun doing that. Thank you. Um, might be a little bit optimistic. Um, but yeah, no, Talakai, look, 
I know Nick's been burnt from him. I didn't purchase him. Oh, I wouldn't purchase him. All right. Uh, what about Jesse Ramian, Callum? Um, yeah, he's slightly cheaper. Hasn't been scoring as good. I I, I probably would go Talakai maybe over him, but then also Ramian is cheaper, so you could just argue that I'll save the 100K, get him in if you had to. Um, both of them I wouldn't like to run as my final center options um, in saying that oh, I might have to with Ramian if I get him in. Depends what the Mavello does um, moving forward, but... Yeah, I, I think the likes of like Timiko, like Max, are just going to be better for the run home, especially probably Timiko because the Raiders have a soft draw. Warriors playing at home against the Sharks. I'm going to go Warriors if Sean Johnson is playing. Callum, what about you? Yeah, I actually don't um, don't mind that shout there, Riles. Like if if SJ plays, I reckon Warrior could do it. If not, then I'd probably say Shark. Nick? Um, who did Warriors play last week, sorry? Um. <laughs> Rabbits? Eels. Sorry, Eels. Yeah, Eels, that's right. Eels and absolutely demolished them. Now, yeah. if someone re- recalls on the stream last week, I was the inventor of if Sean Johnson plays, Warriors win. I don't know if anyone remembers that. So no, you no. just both copy me now. Okay. If you copy me this week with the if Sean Johnson plays. You're a genius, mate. Right, eh? Thank you. But so I'm going sharks. <laughs> You're a weird bloke. Um, let's talk about the next game, Sunday footy. We've got the Dolphins taking on the Panthers. Should actually be a decent one being played in Brisbane. Uh, so let's start off with the Dolphins. Callum Finn's up. Uh, any changes coming in for the team? Felice Cafusi returns to the second row. So Kenny Bromwich pushes up to prop. Mark Nickel goes to the bench. Josh Kerr drops to 18th man. Hamaso Tabuaya Fido is named back up from origin in the centers with Cody Nicker Rima retaining the fullback job. Brenko Lee is listed amongst the reserves as he nears a return from an ankle injury. Hooker Jerry Marshall King um, remains sidelined with a shoulder injury. So Harrison Graham keeps the number nine jersey. Uh, Lemuelu, let's start off with you, Nick. Uh, has he bounced back, do you think? Potentially, yes. Um, he had a bit of an easier game last week against the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> what a win from the Finns. Come on. That, yeah, okay. Did Finns win that? I didn't even see yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, it's up. The Finns up, baby. Penalty, penalty in front in golden time. That's right. Finns Titans up. Yep. Finns up, baby. We take it. Get, get him up. Who are we talking about? Connolly. Um, does Sean, Sean O'Sullivan plays on the left, correct? Yes. yes. Yes, he does. So with him back, I feel like his combination with Lemuelu is a little bit better than what, you know, whoever was playing there with him while Sean O'Sullivan was out. So, you know, I think that'll build. I think that'll build. And I think Lemuelu should be okay to hold um, as a centre. There's not a lot of guys that are really, really good in centre. We talked about. I think Herbie Farnworth, I think Valentine Holmes, Joey Manu, a, a good three up there. Um, there's a couple others floating around, but, you know, is it worth trading Lemuelu to them? Probably not, in my opinion. So that's why I hold I held him. Uh, what about Jermaine Asako, Callum? Yeah, um, he has been scoring well recently, and I'll put that down to one man in Valence Tafaro, who, who is a ball hog. 
He doesn't he doesn't pass the ball when Azarko's in positions. I saw it multiple times in that Titans game. He would make a break, draw in two defenders, but then wouldn't pass the ball. I know he's, you know, he's new to rugby league, so um and he's only young. He'll he'll pick up that skill um shortly. And I'm sure Wayne will um get the good the, the best out of him soon. Um but yeah, it's really been impacting Azarko's scores and he's not a purchase at the current period of time as, as a result of that. Um, so, yeah, stay away. If you're an owner, I'd probably sell. Uh, let's talk about the hammer. Tavi Fido, uh, Nick, coming off origin, what do we do? He's just not an option if he's playing centre, in my opinion, for the Dolphins, so... If you have him, I'd get off. Um, yeah. And obviously, if we don't have him, which a lot of people don't or shouldn't, there is no interest there. Um, what about Valence Tafare, Callum? Um, a lot of people brought him in last week in particular uh, for those who play overall. Uh, Valence has made a lot of money for you. Um, his break-even's at 10 if you've owned him from when he had that big score against the Sharks when he debuted a Magic Round. Um Brenko Lee, though, is a forgotten man. A lot of people, you know, didn't realize Brenko, you know, he was um, in favor in front of Valence before he got injured. If they keep losing and they're struggling and they're still going to be in contentions for a top eight spot, I feel like Wayne might bring back Brenko Lee into the centers, which means Valence would be the person who would drop out, um, whether he goes to the bench because he could cover potentially uh, multiple positions could be an option. Um Balance isn't in, playing. Is he, not, is he not playing at all? No, he's number 19. Good from you. Didn't, that didn't even <laughs> pop up in my uh, changes that I got through to me. So apologies for that. It's it's um, you and Aiken and Hammer in the Senate. Cody oh, right. for that. Well, that changes everything. Get rid of him. <laughs> and unlucky if you bought him in with the trade last week. Seriously. <laughs> so definitely <laughs> trade him, you're saying? Yeah, get rid of him. Do okay, it. Okay, good. Uh, all right, they're playing the Panthers, and if I'm correct, Callum Nathan Cleary is back. No, um, a huge name in the extended squad with Nathan Cleary listed um, in the number twenty-four um, as he closes in a return from a hamstring injury. Blues rep Isaiah Yo, Liam Martin, Stephen Crichton, Brian To'o are all set um, to be back after Origin three. Scott Sorensen picked up a neck injury against Melbourne. Um, in round 18, but has been named to play. Zach Hosking and Tyrone Peachy have been replaced on the bench by Sonny Luke and Jermaine Salmon. So Nathan Cleary is not back? Not currently. Um, I hope he I hope he plays. Um, yeah. yeah right. So what do we do with Nathan Cleary? If he's named, you watch him this week. Um, and then if he's not named this week, then because I think they'll get the job done over the Dolphins, regardless of if he doesn't play. Um, bring him in next week or yeah. even the week after because he's, it, as I've said there, break even says 100, but if you type into the predictor 76, he actually, I think he makes money at 76 or 77. So they're lying to us. <laughs> uh, Nick, uh, Dylan Edwards, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's interesting. Um, if you have him, I think you just hold you hold him because you bought him as a keeper, so one of your three keepers. So just hold. If you don't have him, 
Um, he's dropped down a, a bit in price. He was in the mid 700s at one point, I believe, um, earlier in the season. And with Nathan Cleary coming back, I think it's going to help um, Dylan Edwards. And their draw is is quite um, not difficult, but they do have quite a few games which are, um, you know, a little bit tougher, which is good for Dylan Edwards because he likes to um, make those meters. Um, Cronulla, have I got the right draw here? Yeah, Cronulla, Melbourne, <laughs> uh, Parramatta in the grand final week for head-to-head. So, yeah, I think Dylan Edwards is a good option to try and trade in if you if you want as well. Uh, let's talk about Isaiah Yo. Didn't play three weeks ago, and uh, he has got a 40 in his last scoring game. Should we be concerned here, Callum? Nah, he, he's a top bloke that you want now, especially with Payne Haas head injured. This is the bloke who's going to score you those 60s, set and forget remainder of the season. Um, and with Cleary coming back in, he'll probably score better. Um, so, yeah, Isaiah Yo, if, you, if you're a non-owner, probably look to purchase whether you do it this week or next, his break even is at 77, um, and he might get rested um, after Origin. And look, if the Panthers have a, a decent score on the Dolphins, which they might, um, then he'll probably get rested. So maybe look to bring him in next week, uh, but, but there's no more buys for them. So he is the best forward for the run home. Uh, let's finish off with... Targa, Tago. How did the commentators Targa? last name now? Targa. Isaac Tungo. Tungo. There you go. Tago. Uh, <laughs> Nick. All righty. Yeah, I brought him in last week, actually. So mm-hmm. I sold Buller to Tungo, who wasn't playing, which is a bit of a interesting move because I don't like bringing in people who aren't playing that week. But... Just thought I'd get a discounted center who might, you know, be able to score me decently so I don't have to score Lemuelu. Um, And just looking at their draw, which I didn't really get a chance to look at in depth last week, I think it's actually a decent option because he's got obviously Dolphins this week and then Canterbury Bulldogs next week. So could pile on the points into Sharks and Melbourne. Like Sharks aren't the best defensive team. Melbourne have been a bit shaky, but all right. Then they've got Manly Gold Coast, so, you know, decent decent opportunity to score. So I liked the option, therefore I purchased. And I encourage anyone else to do that if they wish and join me. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, all right. So that is the second game on Sunday. The Dolphins taking on the Panthers. I'm going to go Panthers here. Callum, what do you think? Panther. Nick? Penrith Panther. All righty. Last game we're going to talk about for round 20. We've got uh, Parramatta Eels taking on the Gold Coast Titans in Parramatta. So let's start off with the Eels, Callum. Team changes coming in for round 20. All three of Brad Arthur's origin reps are named to play. Captain Clint Gutherson is back in the number one jersey. So the man who filled in for him there last week, Sean Russell moves to the wing. Offahiggy Ogden reverts to the 18th man after starting a prop against the Warriors. The return of Mitch Moses to the halves sees Ryan Madison move back to the bench. Um, after making a successful injury return by the interchange last week, Sean Lane starts in the second row 
position which bumps Andrew Davey back to the bench. Let's start off with Mitchell Moses, uh, vice-captaincy option this week, boys. Do we agree? I agree, although, well, I don't think they're going to rest him um, as long as he gets to origin. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, so, obviously, top in the top five halves, like you mentioned earlier in the potty cow, do we still aim to get him in? Yeah, I think you could, um, but most people already have the combination of Hines, SJ. So the next person that I'd be looking at getting instead of Mitch Moses would be um, Nathan Cleary, obviously. But if you can't afford the little bit more money um, to get up to him, then Mitch Moses isn't a bad option. Um, but yeah, definitely go Nathan Cleary over him. What about Jermaine Hopgood? Nick, do we look at getting him in towards the end of the uh, head-to-head comp? Might as well. I've been just avoiding doing it. Uh, it was a bit like me with, uh, who was it last year? Matt Burton in the Senate. So I just avoided it all year and then finally gave into it and he started scoring shit. Um, sorry about that, Riley. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't feel strongly either way about Hopgood here. Like, if you purchased, I could see, uh, yeah, doing it. Not purchasing, I'm leaning down that path maybe slightly. But, yeah, it's um, a bit on the fence. Fair. Don't forget, you can ask questions on our social media platforms. Uh, Ryan Madison Callum. Yes, Ryan Madison. Um, He is very cheap at the moment. Break-even is still quite high at 57 um, he is the person that will be coming off the bench and playing that middle rotation for the Eels. Uh, in saying that, though, he normally scores quite well with a good PPM. So even if he gets 50 minutes, 55 minutes, he can still score that. Um, and he could be an intriguing option for the run home if he does drop a little bit more in his price um, with the middle um, and edge duel. So I don't mind him if you want to pick him up, um, but I'd actually probably just wait this week just to see how that Rotation goes with all their players back um, and then maybe look at next week, potentially. Uh, what about Brendan Hands, Cal? Yeah, if you're an owner, you're just holding at the moment. Um, I don't know how far away Hodgson is. I think there was, there was an update the other night, but I didn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell the truth. I just heard it and I just zoned out immediately. Um I think, I, I don't know if it was a few weeks, but anyway, Brennan Hands, if you're an owner, you're just holding until that point. He's made you a bit of money now, um, so you should be happy with that. Um, and his scores aren't the worst, so if you do need to play him on your bench, it's okay. Uh, we're going to finish off with Will Penasini. Do you feel for the coaches who started seeing potential in Penasini and then last week, 16, do you think that you know he can come back good after that performance, Nick, or... Do you just still avoid Will Penasini altogether? I am glad I was tossing up between Isaac Tungo and Will Penasini. <laughs> and I'm glad I chose the latter. Yes. Um, yes, he is a bit he's a bit all over the shop, Will Penasini. You know, they were missing uh missing Mitch Moses, obviously, and a, a few other players, um, which does affect his scoring. Um so, you know, I don't think it's a disaster if you have him. I'll just hold on to him, but I probably wouldn't purchase at the moment. There's better options. 
All right, they're taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Um, team changes coming in for the Tits Cow. Maroons forwards Tino Fa'asumala Awi, Maweki Fodawaka, and David Fafita have been named to back up from Origin 3, as has AJ Brimson. That pushes Jaden Campbell back to the bench. Chris Randall also goes to the interchange. Um, forwards, Jamin Jolliffe is out with a hand. Joe Simpson's out with concussion. Um, so don't go near them. Um, you shouldn't have them anyway. Jolliffe is facing four weeks, I believe, on the sidelines. That now, interesting. This is the first game for uh, the players returning from Origin after uh, Justin Holbrook was released. So do you think that the likes of David Fafido, uh, sorry, David Fafida, Tino Fa'asulamala Awi and Mo Fodawaka um, could potentially play bigger minutes with the new coach and also the fact that the Titans are looking to um, get back into the eight? Fafido. Um, um, I mixed him up with Tino's. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Moe's backed up previously. Tino hasn't, and I think David might have the last one. Um, played minimal minutes. Well, no, sorry. He played big minutes, but he hardly did anything. He got a pretty low score. Okay. Um, yeah, I think all three are back up. Um, so I, th- I think Mo is the most likely out of them. Um, the least likely is probably Tino, um, and then you put probably David for feeder in the middle. Speaking of which, uh, should we have him by now, Callum? Yeah, you should. Beautiful. And I do. Do you? I'm a man of my word. I said it last week. When, when do you him? have him? Are you buying him this week? Yeah, he's in my team currently. So he's bu- you bought him this week. You're buying him an hour. I, I said it last week. I said it's the C. Wilton approval. And so you get... Yeah. He's in my team. So you're getting him and Nathan? Yeah. Eventually. I've got money. So we've got the C. Wilton approval and the Nikki V guarantee... Yep. Gee, all right. Uh, what about Tino Fa'asulamala Awi? Nicholas, should we be looking to get him in? Well, you could. You could. You could spice it up a bit. You spice up your life a little bit and get Tino. Ooh. Spice it up, bro. Spice it up. He's quite expensive. Do you mm. think you'll do you think you'll outscore Payne Haas run home? What not but no uh, no buy to one buy of Payne Haas. Plus Payne Haas missing this week actually. So yes, he will outscore Payne Haas. I'm talking about average though, Callum. Average. Who who will average more? Oh yeah, look, it depends on if Tino gets the pub deal. Um have you not heard about that one, Riles? No. Bulldogs have offered him four year uh, allegedly four year deal, four million dollars, ownership in a pub in a pub. Um, NRL obviously investigating that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, look, Tino, I, yeah, I've said it before, I actually don't mind him. Um, Payne Haas, I think, will, if, if you're playing head to head, I think it's a good option maybe just to go Payne Haas to Tino. Sorry, not, not head to head, um, overall. If you're playing head to head, though, like I said, I'd try to be keeping Payne Haas if you can, because, he is that top tier um, bloke, but yeah, T- Tino's not a bad option. There are other blokes who are cheaper that are scoring similar, because um, Tino is quite expensive. So if you don't have the likes of Horsburgh, Debellin, um, Hopgood, go yeah, even Hopgood, you could probably go them in front of Tino, um, just because Tino hasn't been 
a um, out and out gun in previous seasons, even though he's been scoring well for recent times. Hmm. Uh, someone I'm looking to trade out this week, Mo Fodawaka. Wow. Think that this is a smart decision by me, or should I just hold this week, Cal? Depends how many mids you have out. I know I'm relying on the big boy to to play for me. Uh-huh. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of trading him out and then somehow bringing Hopgood in. I thought you were about to say it, and then somehow bringing him back in. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, geez, it's tough. Um, Jamin Jolliffe being out, I actually don't mind that for Mo because. Yeah, when when he came back, Mo scored that forty six, and I thought, oh, you know, that he's going to impact him um, a little bit there. But Mo, I think, is going to play between sixty five to seventy minutes this week, um, and probably for the remainder of the season. I don't think he's a keeper, so if you can sell him before the end of the season, then I would. So if you if you're wanting to do that this week, if you think that it's a better plan to do it this week, I don't mind it. Um, but yeah, I've. It's it's okay if you're stuck with him, I think, for the end of the season. But ideally, there's other people that are scoring better that you probably want to be targeting in front of him. But if, yep. if you are stuck with him, he's fine because he'll score you anywhere between 50 to 65, I feel. All right. Let's talk about Tanner Boyd. Um, I've been saying it all season that he is a hold for the rest of the year. I'm yes. starting to have my doubts. I'm starting to get off the Boyd Express. Now, do you think that he could potentially be a sell coming into the pointy end of the season, Callum? Um, let's have, let's have a group discussion here. I feel like maybe. Um, I don't think there's that desire to have a backup hooker this year if you can somehow save trades, um, especially if you already have Harry Grant. If you don't have Harry Grant and you're running the likes of a Robson and Tanner Boy combination, then you might have to keep that. Um, but, yeah, I, I I feel like if you are wanting to sell him on, then that's fine because, obviously, I sold him ages ago. Um, and so did Nick. But, yeah, at this point of the season, it, it, it all depends about your team build-up. He could be the ideal 18th man even. If you can somehow hold on to him, thoughts, Nick? He's a, he, he is a good 18th man in theory because he's got the hooker half cover and he's mm. playing every game. But um, you're not really getting good production out of him every week, mm. um, which is the concern. I do agree that you probably don't necessarily need hooker cover if you have trades available. Um, so if something happens to Harry Grant. Um, you can always trade then to Robson or uh, Cook or whoever we're going to go to then. But if Harry Grant, if nothing's wrong with Harry Grant, um, then there's no point in having a backup hooker, really. You might as well spend the money on a mid, an underpriced mm. mid that there's heaps of floating around or a maybe a you know an edge or maybe a better half. You know what I mean? So... Um, I'd probably lean that way. That's why I sold Tanner Boyd. Um, I, I, I said, he, you know, he made me my money and I cashed him out a little bit so I could have some money for later in the season. So that's what I think you should do if you can. All right. We, uh, that's the last game for round 20. The Eels taking on the Titans at Parramatta. 
I'm going to be optimistic here. I'm going to go Titans for the win, even though they're playing away. And even though, you know, the Eels have got Mitchell Moses, but I think they need somehow to play better um, better to get in the top eight. So I feel like the Titans could get a win this week. Cal, who you got for the two points? Eel. Yeah. Uh, Nick? Yeah, I'm going to Parramatta Eels. That's fair enough. All right. Don't mind my optimism. But anyway, that is round 20 of the NRL season. Um, we are getting to the last um, couple of weeks before we really need to worry about if we're going to make the top eight for the head-to-head. So um, big decisions coming up. Of course, we got the extra eight trades now. Um, and if you do want some advice on what to do, especially with how important these last eight trades are, always feel free to message us on our Facebook and Instagram. And boys, we are coming up to uh, game three of State of Origin, Wednesday night. So if you're listening to this uh, tonight, Tuesday night, it's tomorrow, Wednesday, it's tonight. I'm very much looking forward to a a Queensland sweep. Um, Cal, do you think that this is possible? Yeah, well, there's... (laughs) I just saw this just popped up. Um, There's reports circulating and obviously people know for the game, but there's reports that uh, Fittler's going to drop Damien Cook. Robson will start at hooker. Uh, Lenya will come into the team and just Cook will just be dropped altogether. Um, and I don't mind that decision if he does that because the fact that they've got two blokes who can play in forwards on the bench, a hooker and Clint Gutherson is hilarious. Um, I think Queensland are going to win. And I can't wait to hear Daly Cherry Evans. I know there's a backlash coming out regarding him because he's going to do a talk after the game. But I can't wait to listen to the bloke with the long neck, lift the shield, and celebrate with a few long necks later in the sheds. Beauty. Nick, who are you seeing um, game three going to? Look, I, I'm going to obviously want Queensland to win. Um, I think it's going to be really tough to win down in Sydney, in my opinion. Um, you know, New South, New South Wales are really going to want to win this game. They don't want to be losing 3-0. And it doesn't happen very often, a 3 0 You know, the last time, you, you think back to how good our team was when we won eight in a row. We only, we only won 3-0 once, you yeah. know. So, um, you know, I'm not going to be shocked if New South Wales win. Um, I I feel like it'll be close. That was a good squirt there, Callum. You, you good? You all right, mate? All good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for checking up on me. That's all good. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I hope Queensland win, and I think they can if they play play really really well. But Queensland are going to have to play really really well because I think New South Wales, with the crowd on their side, will play better than they have in the first two games. So. All right, before we get to Nick's final thoughts or what he likes to call joke, um, I'm going to set a bit of homework for us lads for the next episode. Fantastic. I want to, I want us to revise. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure one of our first episodes we did this year, we talked about who we thought was going to be in the final eight. I thought maybe next episode we could revisit and see if we're going to change our final eight prediction. So next episode... Final eight. Well, I think we said Roos was minor premiers or something. So, yeah, we'll have to change a few things. <laughs> All right. Something to look forward to next episode. But, um, Nick, over to you, mate. Let's wrap it up. All right. Um, 
I actually, I had a question from one of our really good friends who wanted to mention on the podcast, uh, Mr. Mr. Pepper Off. Oh, yeah. Bloke, yeah. Love the bloke. He wants to know with the extra trades, is there any cash down options that can sit in the emergencies and might be good for, say, 30 points if we if we need? So I was just going through here and might just want to throw out some names. We probably mentioned a few during the podcast, but just to wrap it up here, I'll mention a few. So there's obviously Munro from the Rabbitohs is not playing this week, um, who Callum's brought in. So he'll probably be a decent option, I think. Um, we've got Jake Avarillo, um, Cal mentioned, playing at fullback. He's got the jewel, 360K. It's not too bad. Sandon Smith's another one for the Roosters at half, 332K. I don't see Sam Walker coming back. I know they're saying that he's close to coming back and he, he, you know, he's close, he's close, he's close, but I don't really think he is. So I think Sandon Smith's a decent option at 332K. Joseph Suilee is interesting at 378K. I would monitor him though this week. Um, then we move down. It gets a little bit thin from there. Um, feel free to jump in, Callum, if you think I've missed someone while I'm scrolling. Brendan Piakura at 305K. He might not be bad considering Jordan Ricky's out for about probably another five weeks, four to five weeks, I think. So he might not be bad if you need someone there at that price. Jack Hetherington. Jack Hetherington. Did I skip him? What price is he? Two eight, I think. Similar to Wade Graham, who actually has been scoring a point a minute as well. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, he he mightn't be a bad shout. He's a mid as well, which I know we struggle with uh, bench mids as a backup. Actually, um, Wade Graham actually looking at that. He might be someone. If there's an injury, he'll be start in the starting team potentially. Yeah, maybe. That's a, that's he, about it, I think. Really. Yeah. Pretty um, terrible, really. Yeah, um, there's not a lot at the moment. I, I feel like towards the end of the season, um, a few more might emerge, especially from teams that are going to give some young fellas a go. Um, yeah. So just keep 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 an eye out. There'll, there'll probably be a few more to come. So don't feel like you need to race out and spend these trades straight away. All right. Now for the joke, a eh, roll. Is he keen? <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it all week, Nick. I actually don't know if I've used this one before or not. I, I could be reusing material here. Mm, go on. If you see a Gold Coast fan on a bicycle, why should you never swerve to hit him? Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, why, why is that, Nick? It may be your bicycle. <laughs>